Welcome to the Iceland Travel Podcast. I'm your Icelandic geothermal hot spring host, Skuli Arason. In this podcast, we learn about Iceland from those who know best. Olavur Steinarsson from Kröma Geothermal Baths and Spa dropped by and we chatted about the relaxing place and what the surrounding area has to offer. On our excellent homepage, icelandtravel.is, there are many informational blogs, articles about Iceland, and many aspects of the country. There are multiple tours to check out there that include visits to Kröma and other excellent spas and baths around the country. A must when visiting Iceland, so check out icelandtravel.is for more. Stay relaxed and refreshed by pressing those like and subscription buttons and get all the Iceland content and inspiration we have online. Hello Oli. Hi. How are you doing today? <laughs> Very well. It's Thank uh you. <laughs> I was thinking because we're here, it's uh kind of snowing outside, not too cozy at the moment. And I would like to get warm. It's a good place to do that in Kramer, right? Yeah, I wish we I wish we were there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> we're sitting inside, not in the hot water at the moment. It's always nice. I mean, traditionally Getting warm in in hot water this is a very Icelandic thing. We we compare it sometimes to sitting in cafes elsewhere. This is the pla- This is a tradition in Iceland. Uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a very old tradition, and many Icelanders begin every day by going to the pool, mm-hmm. and it's it's uh, and then to the coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we and we talk in the pool. And we, and we share our mouths in the coffee yeah, shop exactly, and just drink exactly. our coffee without exactly. saying anything. It's, uh, all the gossip goes on there, you know. <laughs> yeah, because people get loosened. If we loosen our muscles, you know, in the hot water, in the tubs, then we loosen our speaking speaking voices as yeah. well. Yeah. No alcohol. Yeah, no alcohol. <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> We're not wearing the hot Only water. Only warm water. <laughs> yeah. And good company. It's excellent. You yeah. you are from Crema, up yeah. in West Iceland. This is in yeah. Borkafjörður. It's in Borgafjörður, yeah. Uh, it's by Delta to Gukver. It's just very difficult to pronounce. I think we have to back up. and People yeah. are always talking about Eyjafjallajökull, which is difficult, but very famous. I think Delta to Gukver, it's equally... It's equally bad, you know. <laughs> everyone not living in Iceland, try it once with us. Delta to Gukver. Yeah, it's yeah. You're getting better. We can hear it through the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Delta Tungkuer is an interesting hot spring. Yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting hot spring. It's uh, I talked to a farmer. You know, it lives lives uh, next to us, mm-hmm. and he said maybe it's not it's not uh, maybe the biggest beautiful spot in Iceland, but mm-hmm. it's it's a phenomenon. It, you know, yes. it is it is really really an interesting uh, place because it's producing uh, a lot of hot water, mm-hmm. and uh, actually so much hot water that the state uh, made uh, or took ownership of it in 1979 from the farmers oh. because they were looking for ways to heat up. Uh, 
nearby communities. Mm. And this spring was, is, is actually producing 180 liters per second of hot water. So they, they said to the farmer, you don't have any use for it. Yeah. We pay, we, they tried to negotiate to buy it. Mm-hmm. They were not able to negotiate. Yeah. So they, they put the legislation on him to kind of make it state property. Yeah, it's easy to make a legislation. Yeah, it was easy. <laughs> they, they went the easy way yeah. and they took it over. And actually, actually, Porkanes and Akranes, the nearby communities, are heated up with this spring. Oh, yeah. And of course, Kroma. And of course, Kroma. Yeah. The farmers actually were left by with with small, small uh, amount of of water uh, allowance. Yeah. Okay. And actually, they have been. It's been a dream for a long time to do something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go back, maybe the it was in two thousand nine that really some you know drawings started to come up of of uh, buildings there to do something mm-hmm. but nothing really happened until 2015 when when two farmers there started up with this project and their wives and actually uh, we came in we were we came into this scenario in 2000 late 2016 mm-hmm. and opened up 2nd of, 2nd of November 2017. Yeah. And it's really nice, it, actually, you know, the team, it's behind me. Mm-hmm. They were, they're not, you know, too, they didn't come with the architectures and, and things like that. This was more or less yeah. all designed when we came into the project and we kind of exchanged or changed the funding of it and were able to to start it up. Excellent. And and of course being there it's almost uh, for a long time in Iceland because we have these hot spots uh, the geothermal spots goes onto the country from the southwest to the northeast it's like a line yeah, through the country yeah, yeah. and of course a very hot spot there and for a long time because we have these, of course, everyone knows the Blue Lagoon and maybe some natural pools here, here and there. But it was kind of uh, obvious that there should be one in Borgafjörður because it's such a hot area. There are greenhouses there. Yeah, and, yeah there's a lot of greenhouses there. And, and, and just, you know, when you're next to all this hot water, it's, it's, a, it's a perfect thing yeah. to kind of connect with yeah. the earth through that yeah. experience, yeah. you know, sitting in the hot water where it's made, especially Delta Tungukwer, it's the most... What, it's, it's the, the biggest, it's the biggest, you know, uh, what, it's the biggest spring in Europe. Yeah, in, it produces... In terms of, uh, in terms of water yeah. quantities, you know. Yeah. And it's quite wild when you stand next to it, because as you say, it's maybe not... It's, because it doesn't spout like Strokker does no, in, no, in, in, no. in Geyser area. It doesn't, you know, shoot out of the earth. But when you're there, standing next to it, because you have a nice area where you can, like, uh, stop. Observe it, yeah. yeah. Observe it, and, and you're just next to it. And it's really violent, you know. The water is quite violently yeah, coming yeah, out yeah, of the earth yeah, where yeah, you see it. Yeah. And you can just... It, it connects you to how hot it is below. It's actually 100 degrees in Celsius. Yeah. Uh in the spring. Yeah. 
and so. just and it's just splashing over. So please, yeah. people, take care when you're there. It's yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, we've heard about some accidents some years ago, but I mean, it's they have actually made it more secure now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the state, so yeah. it is more secure to go there now than than it used to be. Yeah, I would say this is a this is a must when traveling around Iceland to stop at Dellatungukvær because I don't think everyone kind of is aware of it uh, that that it's there that it's a you know a powerful hot spring and people are always when i have showed people this hot spring they're always uh, amazed yeah, how yeah, powerful yeah, it is yeah, yeah. and uh, and now you get to experience it in kind of a safe way just next yeah, door yeah <laughs> actually now it's uh, I, I kind of like like it there because it's a little bit you know the, the atmosphere is cozy mm-hmm. and and on purpose we don't have any uh, a lot of clocks yeah. you know around oh. so you kind of you kind of lose time mm. you know you relax you're not you're not watching what when to get out yeah and when you're in you you kind of you order a drink and you 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 like to relax like to relax. you can order drinks there there's a a, a small bistro or something yeah we have a restaurant that takes uh, 70 people okay in uh, in dining, and actually, actually, we've been fortunate enough to to have good chefs. Yeah. Because chefs have been a problem in Iceland <laughs> because they're, 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 it's been so much demand for them. But we 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 are stable guys, and I like I like the, their attitude because they have we have all these greenhouses around us. We have the farmers around us. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we are not you know, defined as slow food no. operation, but we like to source uh, salad and a lot, a lot of these small things as we can mm-hmm. from the next farms around us. Excellent. To make it, to make it more kind of an authentic. Yeah, and it's almost, it's authentic, it's an authentic geothermal experience because it's made with the same hot water as you're bathing in. Yeah, exactly, of, yeah. exactly. Exactly. It's we are, we are, we are, we are just changing it now or just changed it recently where we we used to blend cold water into it mm. in order to reduce the temperature but now we we have a completely new water system where we only take hot water in. Yeah. And we cool it through uh, generators. Ah. So it's it's it, when you go into the pool today. Yeah. It's 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 cooled hot water. Yeah. There is no Cold water added to it. it. Yeah, no. okay. Uh, so that's that's also is that are you getting like the minerals that are coming from the same hot spring? Yeah, yeah. At that's, the same time, that's yeah, that, yeah. Uh, you get a kind of a little bit sulfur smell now. Oh yeah. That and more cleaner water mm-hmm. than, than than when we started off. So we are kind of experimenting a little bit with the water. Yeah. And it's nice to say we are doing a test now in. We get we get uh, an electric generator now in March, mm-hmm. where we actually pump the hot water first in the generator. Yeah. So that the generator will power all ec- electricity in the house. Ah. And then we take the water into uh, the the pool systems. Uh, it cools down in the, in the electrical generator. Okay. So we are, we are kind of thinking a little bit green, you know. I mean, this is very sustainable. This is very sustainable. So you yeah. can actually come. I hope that you can come with your electric car. Yeah. And you plug it in. 
uh, and we charge it with hot water yeah. <laughs> while you bathe in hot water and eat the hot water through the through the vestibule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a it's an experience on every level. Yeah, I I, I mean it's a, it's a, we are doing a six months test of this. So okay, I hope it will be a success. I I, I think I, I'm looking forward to well first having an electric car and then charging yeah. it with that water. Yeah, <laughs> it should be great. But. Uh, yeah, it's excellent, and and I love when I have been there. Uh, the kind of it's it's yeah, as you say it's it's you forget time, but also because of the architecture. It's it's uh, it's focuses on you almost because it's kind of dark there. The architecture yeah, yeah, is kind of yeah. dark, so yeah, it's you and the water and maybe the surroundings. Because you have the view to Delta Tonkaquer from the crema yeah, yeah. itself, and then you kind of. Just depending on your mood, stroll between the different areas of Crema and all of which is kind of very Instagram friendly as well. Yeah, I actually like the architecture very well. It's, uh, it's, uh, it was a young girl, young girl that designed the building and it's a little bit black pearl out mm -hmm. in yeah. the countryside. Mm -hmm. It, 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 uh, it hides very well in the nature yeah. with, uh, with the grass on top of the building mm -hmm. and uh, somehow it's been popular, like on Instagram and yeah. social media. Uh, I hope it. I hope it will be be still nice in fifty years. You yeah. know. Yeah, I mean I th that's <laughs> the thing. It's 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 probably sustainable, both as a, 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 a energy wise and food wise and and the the water wise. But also sustainable as an architecture, yeah, you know. Yes, that's the thing. Yes, yes, I like the building very much. Because when you have these turf houses, you're just connecting to the Icelandic history. Yeah. Uh, in in total, basically, yeah. because we always had the Icelandic turf houses that people have lived in since we yeah. colonized Iceland, yeah. basically. Yeah, it's a little uh, bit back to that. Yeah, so so you can imagine that you're, well, because I I was okay. A little sidetracked here in my mind, but I'm thinking every time when I'm walking somewhere in the winter time or whenever in Iceland, basically, I just I, I always have to imagine myself being in the year 1200 or 1300, and these people living in their turf houses, walking between places everywhere they went, sometimes with yeah. horses, of course, it's just crazy, yeah. and they had this oh these oases of warm spots here yeah. and there. Yeah. Just like at Delta Tunkukwe, yeah. which is amazing to me. And now you have this connection through, of course, the turf houses. But also I like to just, I think it's a healthy thing for us when we're traveling around Iceland, just to imagine how tough it was back in the day yeah, Jesus be Christ. before we had yeah. everything. And and my grandparent, he, grandfather, he was, a, he, he was a greenhouse farmer, one of the first. And I'm just thinking about those times when they were starting those things up, you yeah. know, around 1940, 1950, yeah. and, and starting to use the hot water for something else yeah. than just keeping warm next to yeah. it. Because they were boiling things early in the hot springs, they're using them for many things. And I mean, like there in, 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 in Bikrema, they used to bake bread for many, many years. Yeah. And I've been actually, I, I can regret that we can't do it anymore. So I'm trying to pull some strings that, you know, because it would be nice to be able to bake breads from for the restaurant. Yeah, I think I think after the spring, there are many ways to make that happen. I think because <laughs> there's lots of hot areas yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. 
And that's a very, very good thing because we bake bread. And I remember exactly what you're talking about because maybe we did it both when we were younger because I put uh, the rye bread dough in a milk carton, yeah, which was empty, exactly. yeah. <laughs> took a shovel out, yeah. <laughs> dug a small hole, buried it down in the hole, closed the milk carton, and it was ready the day after. This delicious... Yeah. Uh, fresh bread fresh bread baked in the earth which is wonderful yeah. yeah it's beautiful so so it's definitely a connection basically to everything both the history and the sustainability of the earth at Krema I would say yeah, yeah. Um, for a day because we tend to travel from Reykjavik when we're doing our little tours everywhere both people uh, or maybe just driving around the country and I would say definitely uh, a trip up in Borkafer has many jewels, uh, even apart from Krema. It's a, it's an area full of history, of course. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, of course, the the west west part of Iceland is 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 coming a little bit stronger in now. Mm-hmm. I mean, traditionally the south coast has been where to go. Yeah. And uh, but like, uh, I I li- I like to think about Krema as a magnetic into the area. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of beautiful areas around us, yeah. perfect for a day trip. Uh, it takes you one hour, 20 minutes or so to drive from Reykjavik to, to Krema. It's, uh, it's about 97 kilometers or, or 60 miles. Mm-hmm. You can stop there, you can have, have, uh, have a lunch, go to, the, go to the pools and then you can go and look, look into Husafell and Barnafossar, which is... Which is uh, the 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 big the big waterfall yeah. close by is actually uh, very very nice to have a look at. Yeah, you can go up on the glacier yeah. with the with the into the glacier. Into the people. glacier. Yeah, they have these. They have the glacial tunnel. The monster there. trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, monster buses. And there's even the freshly opened cave. Yeah. Vilkjalir, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Which is beautifully restored. Yeah. They have great lightings in there. So the activities there, you could do even two or three days actually, with actually act- you can. Yeah, activities just in this small area yeah. because it has many, many jewels that a few years ago were all kind of not happening so no, much. It's, it's kind of a new, new thing. You know? yeah. There's a new development in the tourist business there it's, and it's, it's, it's a lot to do there. Now, because we have the Golden Circle, that's South Iceland. Yeah. Does this circle have a name yet? No. No, it's just Borkafjörg. Yeah. <laughs> It's the Borkafjörd Fjord. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. It's a, and it's one of the most uh, fertile areas in Iceland. Yeah, and of course to go there into Snæfellsnes. Yeah. Uh, take a day there, you know, it's It's even when you think about it, uh, these areas right now, let's see how it is in f- in a few years. It's uh you could be a little bit expect to be a little bit more private in some of those areas yeah, right yeah, now. If yeah. you're driving around and want to have some great privacy yeah. You're you're likely to hit those marks many places in Borkafjörd and also of course in Snæfellsnes, yeah. which is next door. So it would be a good base to do like a West Iceland thing, staying somewhere in Borkafjörd, yeah. doing little tours yeah. because also just to drive to Snæfellsnes, that's just one one and a half hour. That's a half beautiful hour. Yeah. beautiful area to visit. It's very varied this whole area. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about uh, one guy that lived. Just next to Krema, he was an early user of the Hospings of Snorri Sturluson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and because I was thinking about the history earlier, yeah, yeah. he was killed in a hot spring. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I, I, was he? Or? I, I think the tradition yeah. says the tradition says, tradition says he was recuperating or relaxing. This is the man yeah, who wrote the Icelandic sagas. Yes. He wrote the Icelandic sagas, most of them, and documented a lot of the yeah. Nordic uh, gods' history, yeah. which is often regarded as the Norse and Icelandic literature. He lived in Borkafjörður in yeah. Reykholt, just next yeah. door to uh, Kröma. Yeah. And he was uh, relaxing in his hot tub, hot spring, which is in Reykholt, just next door. Yeah. When, and, when they killed him. Yeah, and they killed him. And he asked him, he said, don't kill me. That's basically what he said. <laughs> <laughs> he said it three times. But they chopped him with an axe, as they often did these crazy Vikings yeah. back in the day. <laughs> but yeah, so I would say, I we I think we can recommend wholeheartedly, just uh, especially maybe maybe many people have come to Iceland before coming again, and perhaps they didn't have the time or, or something to do like a whole circle or do West Iceland properly because sometimes people tend to focus on Reykjavik and South Iceland. And to really dive into what Borkafjörður has to offer, I think that's a yeah. I think that's a, that that's a really interesting idea of the country, and but but also what is happening in this this you know spa industry. If I could, mm-hmm. if I can refer to that as yeah. something, because over the past five seven years yeah. there has been a lot of investment in nice spa areas mm-hmm. around Iceland. Yeah. And and I, 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 if you look into the future, I mean, uh, maybe you can, you can, you can actually do a trip around Iceland visiting all of those spots because yeah. it's a very nice area in Husavik now mm-hmm. on the north coast. They built up a huge place on the east coast yeah. to work. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about all of these places, and there is a, there is one in in Lögava. Yeah, Pontana. Pontana. <laughs> uh, what's nice about these places, all of them, uh, they, they are. I mean, they are all different. It's a different experience that you yeah. get in all of them. Definitely. Yeah, and it's uh, it's. I think it's, for for our business, it's good that there's there is another business. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, not completely like ours, but but yeah. with the same kind of DNA. I think I I I I support that theory wholeheartedly because I'm thinking you have these special. Every place has a different architecture. All of them yeah, quite yeah. nice ar- architectures. Yeah. And different focuses. For example, one of the things that I love in Crema is that you're able to relax in 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 the relaxing area, yeah. which is not in many of the other places. And there you have great windows and views to everything. And after having been in the cold tub, yeah. for example, yeah. to go in there and, and regain warmth, which is very Wim Hof friendly yeah. Yeah. and popular. Uh, it's it's one of the nicest things, and while for example at Husavik, one of their selling points is the infinity pool yeah. atmosphere, yeah. and you get these really great views. And I was thinking about this when you said it that I was in uh, one of those other things that have been growing in Iceland recently, the microbreweries. Yes, they have been growing very fast. There's yes. one just next to you guys. Yes, the one yeah, yeah, they have great tours, yeah. so you could. You could visit that on the same day. Yeah. You could get cold in the glacier, warm up in Kroma, and stop for a beer on the way home exactly. at, at the at the microbrewery. But I noticed they had this excellent map for microbreweries. There's a map of Iceland marked with all the microbreweries yeah, there. Okay. So and can... they actually sort of port each other too. It's yeah, a, yeah, it's a yeah, similar yeah, thing. Yeah. It's a, 
So in many parts of the country, you could both warm up with a great local beer. <laughs> and a bath. <laughs> yeah, and a bath. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a, my kind of an afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's also, also nice uh, because, I mean, we, we have repeated visitors to the country. Yeah. You know, and some, some have been there several times. And, and I, I'm not saying anything. I mean, Blue, the Blue Lagoon is nice. Mm -hmm. it's, it's nice to go there. Yeah. But if you're coming for a second or third or fourth time, mm -hmm. you'd like to experience something else. Yeah. And 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 uh, it all it it is all different experiences. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And of course, one thing that we, we just can mention very you know happily that the scale is definitely different. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about things like queues and you know. Just, just having a more personal experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the. It's a when you're doing some spa-related things, that's always a plus. You know, feeling like the world is a little bit yours. Yeah. And you connect with it through, you know, through the sustainable yeah. elements, such as such as yeah, the ones it, you it, have it, crema. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of agree with with your point, of course. For the business, it's good to be crowded. Yeah. <laughs> but then you cannot be overcrowded. Yeah, it's it's a delicate line. Yeah, it's a very thin line yeah. to to sit on. You know, yeah. we we have had some. I mean, we've now been in operation for some years, and uh, so, uh, we've had some days we are where we are actually quite full. You know? Yeah. And then kind of some people think that the charm goes out of it, but yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's a it's a different. But but just. Uh, and just to explain for everyone that all of these places that we're talking about, not only Crema, but the other one, they have a maximum amount of people allowed, yeah. which means that when you have the maximum amount of people, and I've been in some of those places during those times, and it's fine. It's it's You, you watch out for it not being crowded. You never like packed in like sardines in a can. It's no, always, no, no. It's always ensuring yeah. that you have a nice experience. Yeah. So even on those days, it's it's yeah. quite okay. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, I just hope it's going to be at capacity. <laughs> yeah, we, we of course, uh, we had some, uh, before COVID, we had some 30,000 visitors in 2019, mm -hmm. which was reasonably good for, for a second full year in, in operation. Exactly. But and I think we have, when we entered the project, you know, I think we have around two, three hundred thousand visitors looking at the 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 uh, geyser itself, Delta mm -hmm. Tunguk. Yeah. So, but so I mean, we are hopeful for for attracting more people and. Yeah, and I think and I think a good thing for at this moment this recorded in February twenty twenty one, and we're looking into a very optimistic future future at the moment. Iceland, of course, is famous for having handled the COVID situation quite well. So we believe that uh, the the experience will be very friendly for people having been being cooped up in their apartments around the world for a long time now, just just aching to get some fresh air, some open spaces, some nice nature. So and this density, is, you know, yeah. What I, th I say, you know, they, it's. It's not overcrowded. Yeah. You know, it is. You 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 can feel like alone. Yeah, that's when it. you come and travel here, and you really recharge your batteries yeah. when doing these things. And, and I mean, and recharging batteries. There's nothing better than sitting in some hot water, 
opening uh, your lips and speaking without thinking too much <laughs> <laughs> when you, you get kind of sand-like in all these places yeah, yeah. and and very sand-like in Crema, watching the hot spring, being in the hot spring, uh, drinking some, well, not hot spring, winter <laughs> beer. But I mean, you can watch the steam go up of the, of the spring, so... And meditate. Yeah, meditate, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we try to have good music as well in the dancing yeah. rooms yeah. and in the dinner. And in the in the relaxation room, we kind of yeah, you have great ambient music. Yeah, there. yeah, I like we, that. we yeah. like to you know kind of make some make, make some nice atmosphere, you know, yeah. cozy atmosphere. That's all we need to relax. Uh, thank you so much, Oli. It's been yeah. a pleasure. Pleasure uh, coming and talking to you. I'm looking forward to my next time. I'm getting quite anxious at the moment, craving some cold beer and some hot water. Sorry, we're full this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.